Hi, my name is Steph. And I'm Gigi. And welcome to The Girls Room. This is our first episode of our podcast, and we are so excited. It's been such a long time coming. Yes, and I feel like we've delayed this way longer than it had to be necessary because we've been thinking about this since the beginning of quarantine back in March of 2020. And, you know, we were trying to find a hobby. You know, I don't have any hobbies, and most of my hobbies are usually very expensive. And, you know, no need for that. So I'm excited to be embarking on this new journey with you, Gigi. And I hope that this brings a lot of light, a lot of, you know, fun energy, cozy energy. And, you know, hopefully we are able to provide kind of like a big sister energy to you guys and kind of provide that safe space where it's like we can talk about anything and everything and it's okay. You know, it's relatable, it's fun, and it keeps you guys entertained. And it's a good conversation for me and you because I feel like we do this generally every single day really so why not record it and you know take some time out of our day to provide this or just do it for fun I agree and like we both love talking and I I feel like giving advice is so much fun because it gets you thinking on things that are Mm -hmm. going on in your own life and having this be someone's little like home or a little podcast that they listen to when they want to be comforted or listen to and even though you guys aren't here talking to us we want it to be a conversation where we're all joining in and we want to hear from you guys and that's why we're launching the instagram the girls room miami because not only will you keep updated with us we want to keep updated with you guys too and along with that You guys are going to get to know about our schedule, which as of right now is TBA. We want to launch an episode per week, and right now we're looking at Wednesdays. We don't know yet if that's going to be the set thing. It's just in the air right now. We're going to see how it works. Yeah, I feel like since this is probably the first time that a lot of people are hearing our voices, I think it would be good to share a little bit more about ourselves and, you know, astrology is super hip and cool nowadays. We are astrology bitches. Yeah, so what better way for you guys to get to know us than sharing our big three? Okay, but hold up. I feel like there might be some listeners out there that don't even know what that means. So how about we maybe break it down for them? I think that's good. I think that's good. So... In astrology, we all have our sun sign. So this is the sign that everyone knows. So like when you meet someone, you're like, what's your sign? And they're like, Sagittarius. You know, that's their sun sign. It represents your identity, who you are as a person, like in the core. So that's your sun sign. And usually your moon is more of your inner self, your subconscious, kind of like that inner emotional side of yourself that you probably don't even know exists until you kind of find out what your moon is about. And this side kind of drives your emotions. And personally, it's my favorite one out of my chart because it definitely explains a lot. It's definitely the side that you don't show many people. It's kind of like your little secret. It is. I agree. Yes. And finally, your rising is your outer self. So it's how you present yourself to other people. Like when you're in a social environment, who is the person that someone meets right off the bat? And it's just kind of like people call it a mask. And... That's basically a rising. Those are your big three, but I think we should go a little bit even further and throw in our Venus sign. So I think that's fun to talk about, in my opinion. 
I think so too. I think the Venus sign is so interesting because it tells you about like your romantic habits and how you deal with love and all of those things. So Steph, if you want to start, you can go ahead with your sun sign. I will start. So my sun sign is a Pisces and my birthday actually just passed. I turned 23 um, just last week. So they say that nobody likes you at 23, but I hope people like me. Like I try to be approachable at times. So I don't know. I like you. We're here. So exactly. So I don't really care. It doesn't really matter to me. But okay. So my sun sign is a Pisces and that is like water sign very emotional not as emotional as cancers i believe but i'm not too sure i feel like cancers can be a lot more emotional in themselves um and i like my sun sign i really do i'm like this perfect like crybaby but also let me put up a you know strong front to everybody in the outer world and i think that's very much thanks and unfortunately to my um rising sign which is a libra so i'm a libra rising um, and I don't really go into much depth about my Libra rising. I really do not research it enough. So I don't know, Gigi, if maybe later on you have more to add to that. Actually, but... that makes a lot of sense because yeah, I'm like, I don't like know. right off the bat, I think like when I first met you, you were very like, like I said, you intimidated me when I first met you. Oh, but also, I get that so much. <laughs> the Libra rising makes a lot of sense because you also come off as this like fun person and you're always a type to like, make plans with people and socialize and you're kind of like it's kind of like leo in the sense where they like attract people because okay. you have like a light personality like when you first meet like when you actually talk to you like it's when you first meet me so do i become a bitch later <laughs> no <laughs> you're definitely nice you're definitely like the life of the party and i feel like you're very free-flowing i feel like when i think of libra i think it's very go with the flow, the less structure, the better, because you're just you want to to roll with it, at least in a social okay. setting, which makes sense because that's what rising is all about. So like when you're with other people, I would think that you don't want to seem like the boring friend or like the friend okay. that's like telling people what to do. You just kind of like let people flow. And that's how you want to be seen because you want to be seen as laid back. Okay, I get I that. I don't know if that, that makes sense. Definitely comes out. It does make sense. And <laughs> it's funny because I always focus so much on my like, well, obviously my sun sign is also something I don't really pay much attention to. I just know that it's there. But I definitely pay more attention to like my, my well, now that we'll get into that, my Scorpio moon, which is really what controls my emotions, I think. It's like very um, spot on in that sense. And my Venus. So my Venus is in Aquarius, which is so terrifying. So, 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 so terrifying. But it's That's fine. so scary. <laughs> I know. I hate it. I have to deal with that. I'm just all over the place. It's fine. But my moon in Scorpio is very, like, intense. It's very intimate, in my opinion. And it kind of just, like, is, like, the hidden um, sister to Pisces, I think, you know? Because they go hand in hand. There's definitely a lot of water in my, in my chart. But it, I feel like Scorpio is a little bit more realistic in the sense where she's not crying all the time. You know, she kind of knows to keep herself a little bit more grounded and, you know, be a little bit more mysterious in that sense. So I think I do try to, or not that I try, I just sometimes will give off kind of like that mysterious energy or kind of like that low-key vibe sometimes. And in my emotions, that does play a huge role. And it kind of feels like a burden sometimes because 
I kind of like feel the need to not express my emotions, but they're definitely in there. It's just like, and I think part of this is definitely, you know, the way that we've been raised and the way that society is nowadays where everybody just tries to hide, you know, their emotions towards everybody else, which is ridiculous to me. I hate that shit so much. And it's just, you know, I can't. I feel like that's such a big reason why, like, you look around and there's not that many relationships anymore, like actually healthy relationships, because people are afraid to talk about how they're feeling and have like hard conversations. And it's so hard to be vulnerable with people because it becomes something that you're judged for. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of like, how did we get here? I would like to know, like, and I don't even know when that even started because even like people in our <laughs> parents' know. generations, like they suck at communication. They really well. do. And they refuse so, to admit it, which is another. <laughs> yeah. I think in that way we are progressing because there are people like us that like acknowledge the fact that communication needs to be improved. Mm-hmm. But th- then again, at least in Miami, oh my communication God. is yeah. not a thing. Like it's very, it's very rare to find someone that, can communicate how they're feeling and it not be an issue it just be a conversation Mm -hmm. which is why i think i get like that personally because since i have that moon in scorpio i tend to act like try to act cool and like under control like she's not hurt she's not bothered by anything but definitely the emotion is very intense and it honestly just is overbearing sometimes and it goes very hand in hand with the pisces um in me so lots of water horrible honestly the Aquarius but... threw me off man I'm gonna be 100% honest I had oh. no idea your Venus was in Aquarius and the fact Aquarius Venus is so bad Aquarius and Pisces can tend to be thrown off with each other just because one is very detached and the other one is supposed to be very like in tune with her emotions and although I am personally in tune with my emotions Sometimes if somebody else or another person isn't reciprocating that energy to me or they're not being, you know, open and honest or want to communicate with me, then I will definitely follow in their steps and kind of be like that petty person and not want to communicate. I will close myself off. Like suddenly the Pisces in me is just like shut off and then I'll go home and just cry it out and then it'll be okay. But I think like the Venus in Aquarius is just like a lot. Maybe that helps you though. Maybe that's what balances you out and maybe that's why you're so like collected on the outside. Mm -hmm. I think that's like it definitely plays into it. It's just like a mess in my opinion. But I feel like everybody's charts are a mess honestly. Like it's just a lot going on. And the Venus (laughs) is not good. Not cool I can't. The only thing that I know about the Venus in Aquarius because I try not to even dig too much into this because if not I'll just go crazy is that they sort of resemble or like some of their best relationships turn out to be like friendships or they start off as friendships first and I think that is like spot on in my personal life like some of my best relationships have been with people that I bonded at first that were my friends at first that it was just like so easy and so you know like it just flowed it wasn't rushed it wasn't forced so that's definitely something that I'm like I don't know it's just like I can be a little rebellious there's a lot there's a lot going on there I just I'm over it I'm done we can definitely dissect your whole chart on a different episode again this is just a little taste this is just so you guys get to know the 
surface yes of who we are. I want to hear and, you. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about me for a second. I'm shocked I've gone this long without talking about myself because I am a Sagittarius sun. My thoughts. Very, exactly. <laughs> we're very, we're known to be enthusiastic and have a sense of humor and loving to socialize is a big thing, which is true. But then you have my Capricorn moon and my Aquarius rising. So it's literally having fire, air, and earth in my big three. So it can either be super balanced or I can just never know what to do. And it's usually the second (laughs) one. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. usually like I could be having an amazing time with my friends. My Sagittarius sun is thriving and then all of a sudden my Aquarius rising comes in and it's like, all right, you've had enough. Let's go back into our cave. And it's just kind <laughs> of like, it's so hard. And like, okay, so that's my Sag son and she's there for most of the time. That's what people see. And then my Capricorn moon is known for following the rules and being respectful. And this is a big thing. I crave security about my future which which is a problem girl who doesn't i mean yeah but it gets to the point where it's like detrimental because i'm so focused on the future and like i have to make sure like i i'm going towards the job that i want that i'm gonna have the future that i want with like the husband and the kids and like this ideal life and so i'm so focused on that that i don't focus on what's in front of me and like deal with what's presently in my life so that's so hard and it's kind of like that constant struggle and I feel like because I, I I'm very structured in that sense when I don't have control about my future I'm I I think that stems a lot from the way that we were um, brought up, like the way that we were raised. Because personally, I think I think we've talked about this before, where it's like we never want to be in trouble. Like we always got like good grades in school. You know, we've obviously made it this far. And I think I'm the exact same way in the sense that not necessarily the marriage and the kids part, because that to me has honestly never been very relevant to me. I just don't care enough, unfortunately. But I feel like if it comes and when it comes, it'll just come kind of thing. Because if I work myself up over that stuff, like, I don't know, it's just never been like that. But I definitely am like that with, like, my career and, like, my professional side. And it tends to cloud me and it's not okay. But, you know, at the end of the day, everybody craves security and stuff like that. You know, you, we just have to not let it get um, to that point where it's detrimental and it clouds us from, you know, being able to pursue other things or just let things flow and, you know, take their course because at the end of the day you know what's for us is gonna come and that's about it you know yeah and that whole I wish I could be like you and have my career be my thing um that I I focus on because I feel like I'd be much more happy because that is something that ultimately you have more control over like you can't control meeting your soulmate and like all of a sudden falling in love you can't do that And that's been such a hard lesson for me to learn because (laughs) literally since I was little, I just thought by the, by the time I was 25, I was going to be married. And by the time I was 30, at least I had two kids and I'm 23 now, never had a boyfriend. (laughs) And (laughs) it's just kind of like, 
I'm not mad at it because I've seen but it's what okay, others have gone you know? through. Exactly. I, I, I've lived through you guys, and that's such I a feel good like, thing. Yeah, and I feel like there's so many people, not just us, but just in general, like that either are not really happy in their relationship or they're just very, like, it's very rare to find a really good connection where it's like, all rainbows and butterflies and i really don't think that a relationship is you know all perfect all the time but it shouldn't be you know toxic either you know yeah so and that's okay there's literally so many girls that i know that have honestly never been with anybody never had a boyfriend things like that so it's like at the end of the day i don't know like you're about to graduate, okay? I'm staring at my college degree right now, and we're going to get her a bigger sister soon. So that will never leave you, you know? And yeah. you just have to remember that, you know, that piece of paper, very expensive piece of paper that you're about to get in a couple months is just honestly never going to get up one day and be like, oh, you know, I'm I don't tired. like her anymore. I I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. So it's just honestly like that shit to me is just so played out. You know, obviously everybody craves, you know, love. And I think that I have a lot of love to give as well. And it's just, you know, maybe it's not our time right now, you know, and especially given what you've seen that I've gone through. It's like, let's, yeah. I don't know. It's My mom always told me, mejor sola que mal acompañada. And for those exactly. that don't speak Spanish, it's better off to be alone than with bad company, which is such a true statement because, mm -hmm. yeah, I've been single my whole life. I've talked to men before. It's not like I haven't. You've talked but... to more men than I have, girl. <laughs> I have, and I've gotten to know them, and most of them have been duds, and that's mm -hmm. okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm still putting myself out there. I think I'm like reeling myself back a little this year, but for those of you listening that may be in the same boat as I am, it's okay to just have yourself for a bit and just focus on yourself because like you will have things to look forward to, even if you're not like the type that went to college, if you're creative, if whatever you decide to do, there are so many things that you're doing for yourself and not for anyone else. And those things hold so much value. And sometimes it's easy to forget about it, but you just have to keep that reminder literally in the forefront of your mind so you can keep going. Because even though it feels terrible right now, you could be in your 20s and be wondering, when is this going to happen for me? And it's just like, it's not worth it to waste your life like that. Like you have so many good things to focus on and you should embrace it. Ted Talk over. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to your moving venus on. sign please yeah okay so my venus is um a capricorn <laughs> so oh my god i did yeah. not know that so basically my whole chart is there's sag and then a bunch of capricorn so that's why i crave so much control i'm a control freak Cap uh, capricorn venuses i looked this up before we came Hard to communicate desires and feelings. That's a big thing. And I feel like that also stems from my childhood because I felt like I shouldn't ask for too much. What I'm being given is enough. And sometimes that's not good. <laughs> and you have to communicate like, hey, I, I need more of this. Or I don't like it when you do that. So let's figure out what we can do to like figure out the situation. And that was so hard for me until like, the past couple of months where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And sometimes that's I'm about it. Sensitive. 
And I feel like that's that stems from childhood trauma because there's no water <laughs> in my chart at all. I just cry all the time. <laughs> I really thought you had water somewhere. No, no you, water. You cry a lot. And that's not, you know, anything bad because I, you know, I express, I'll be upset. I want to punch somebody and I'm not the type to punch anything or anyone. I will just cry it out and I cry for everything. Me too. So how is it that you, What? I don't I don't get it either. I think it's because I grew up in such a like I I don't know. Like is it the only child syndrome? Maybe, but also <laughs> it was kind of like growing up in a Hispanic household where crying oh. was kind of like taboo and it was like, "Oh my god, you can't cry over this." Like it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And they so, get over it type of thing. Yeah. Since I had to grow up fast in that sense, now that I'm an adult, like I'm a big baby about things because I never got to do that as a child. I never threw tantrums. Like I was always the put together child. Me too. So mm-hmm. It's such a, it's such a thing. And the fact that my Capricorn Venus exists, like another thing about us, we're timid, scared of rejection. <laughs> like but a big part of my issue with communicating how I feel is being rejected and being told no. And it's, it's so hard. But at the same time... Which can also stem from the only child syndrome as well. Exactly. Have you ever been told no? Sometimes. But not for the things Did that you I take did it before. well? No, absolutely exactly. not. Exactly. <laughs> Never took no well. Never have. I don't know if I'll get over that. I think I've learned how to deal with it and like mm-hmm. suck it up a little bit more, at least in professional settings. But when it comes to people around me, if I hear no... Like, <laughs> I know. It's so it's so. Like, I don't even know. It's it, it sucks. It sucks, and all I can rejection do is cry sucks. All of that sucks in any you know kind of matter. You know, I've yeah. been. <laughs> I can't. I'm not even going to deal with this right now. <laughs> yeah. The last thing I'll say about my Capricorn Venus is that we want to be swept off our feet. And yet we are timid, scared of rejection, and can't communicate feelings. Okay, make it make sense, girl. Make it make sense. Yeah, no, it does. It makes zero sense. And, you know, it's something I'm figuring out. And the rest of my chart can speak to how fucked up I am. Because it's kind of like, <laughs> I'm so emotional. And then my brain is like, cancel emotions at the same time. And I can't do it. Because my emotions are just stronger than literally my whole chart my emotions rule everything if i'm feeling sad it's so bad but i'm the type of person to feel sad the whole day and just mope about it and like i'll keep it to myself I've seen this. I, won't t- I won't tell you guys i won't say anything but my mood and my vibe is instantly not the same i know and it sucks <laughs> we all suck all of our charts suck there's no, no perfect chart Mm-mm. there really is not i've seen some messy one. i cannot wait to get another episode in about this because i feel like i have so much more to say mm-hmm. that it's just a lot it's, it's just- so much but i feel like this episode since it was an introduction shouldn't be that long i feel like you guys no. have heard us long enough and as it's much- because we're two emotional girls who are just like yeah on and we gave you a lot of information about us so it should give you an idea of who we are and we're having fun talking about it, but I think it's time we start closing out. 
I think so too, just because I'm not sure how long this has been already, but it feels like we've been talking for some time now. Um, I think future episodes are definitely going to be a little bit juicier and like hopefully more fun for you guys to listen to. Yes. I would hope. I, I would hope so. I hope we get more entertaining as we go. I hope there's people listening. I hope. Yeah. But if you are, then thank you for joining us on our first episode. And we really hope you stick around and listen to us and communicate. And we want this to be a conversation, not just us talking to you. So it's really important for you to keep up with us. Yeah. And as natural as we want to be, you know, we're obviously going to have some flops here and there. So just bear with us. Gonna we're be trying fine. our best <laughs> we are and you know in the meantime you know make sure that you follow us because we will be posting pretty frequently i think on the instagram and then gg is going to be on tiktok and hopefully i get the hang of the tiktok trends um soon enough so that i can also be part of it so we'll do it together and it'll be a fun experience hopefully Hopefully a couple of listeners come from TikTok. I feel like that's where you Ooh. can get the most growth. So if you are then we can TikTok, have the <laughs> we can have the the Gen Z versus millennial uh conversation cuz that discussion is going to be a fun one. That's hot. <laughs> no, literally. But anyway, the handle for both of our socials is the girls room Miami. And if you want to follow us individually, our handles will be in the bio for our podcast. Mine is living like Gigi. Steph, what is yours? Mine is very simple and boring. Mine is my last name and it's Gonzalez with both C's and my nickname Steph and an underscore at the bottom. We'll link it below so you guys can have it forever. So for now, you know, just make sure you subscribe to us. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, which hopefully is out by now, please rate us, leave a review, how we can improve. If you have topics that you want us to talk about, then make sure you leave them in your reviews. We would love to make this something that you guys want to listen to and talk about things that are relevant. So the more you communicate with us, the better our podcast will get and the more entertaining, hopefully. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, babies.